MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm interrupting this program with some more breaking news. That's right. That's right. Return of the Ghetto Legends. We're going out west. January 7th. And guess where the show is? At the L.A. Forum. Yep, we're right there. I'm throwing up some powder like LeBron. It's going crazy. January 7th. Go to the website and get the tickets. Or, or go to the app. You don't got the app. You don't want to come to this show, but January 7th, we in L.A. Shit. <laughs> Get the tickets. Me, Chico, D.C. Still ain't found me no new opener yet, though. Still ain't found me no new opener. Send me those clips. January 7th, Return of the Ghetto Legends. Merry Christmas. I get what you... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you take over the club and That's get to running them home. It needs to happen. It's still possible. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't lost a step. Oh. She gained some steps. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you She was just regular fan then. Now she grown woman's fan. Man, play me some of those great instrumental with the instruments, man. We're going to get started here in a minute. I'm just having my morning coffee. That's it. You know. You know it ain't time thing. to go to work soon as you get there. That's the thing. I wish I could smoke weed. You can't? Oh, my God. Smoking the chicken coop. Oh, hell I'm no. I'm going everybody's high. Oh, man. And I no, we don't want like, that. I want to be cool. Like, I want to be able to smoke. That's the, that's the mindset you got to be smoking with. And if you get high enough, you're going to be that anyway. I don't know about that. <laughs> I've tried it a few times. Oh. And it's always, like, not. Were you by yourself? No. That's what you're going to have to do then. Smoke by yourself. And before you start smoking, you need to make just go through the house and make sure everything is secure and be like, nothing can happen to me. I'm by myself. Uh, and you sit there and be like, <laughs> I think I will find a window. <laughs> <laughs> not, not screaming out the damn window. Yes, yes. No edibles either. Oh my god! That's oh my god! That's where I started fucking up. Yeah, I ate a whole corner of the crunchy brownie. 
I was high for an entire weekend. I was like, I wish shit like that could happen to me. I wish I could eat a corner or something and be high the entire weekend. I was just like, oh my God. It was, it was just not good. So it's not a good thing for me and I want it to be so bad. I had to start the edibles anyway because it wasn't about the weed, it was about the snack. Like, I'm just eating. You just eating. Yeah. You a, a greedy little nigga. <laughs> me too. They replaced it with weed. It's a little bit like grass. <laughs> Where's the chocolatey? Yeah. You gotta get that shit from the dispensary. That's the real edibles. Fuck this shit people make. Yeah. That shit that came from the factory. So it like tastes that. better? I don't yes, it tastes like a regular candy bar. A candy bar. Then the next thing you know. <laughs> Fucking legs and shit start tingling. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. See, my legs that's start good, tingling. I'm gonna be tingling, like, though. take me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna be paranoid immediately. No. Immediately. Oh man. No fucking <laughs> Oh no, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> no, that's, that would be me. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. Well, you know. Yeah. You have. Is everything which, is not for everybody. It's definitely not. Some yeah. people already, you know, they got some shit going on in their mind where they already. I might be that people. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Those people. That's, that's me. Oh, that's me. shit. What's been up, though? Everything and nothing at the same time, if you believe it. I, I know how that shit goes. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm just always on the go, on the go, on the go. Jay, you ain't got that soft music playing like he want us to join the church. <laughs> you you want to do the devotion? If there's anybody with anything on their heart or their mind today. Yeah, I feel he's just setting the mood. That's it. You know, you go to the, to the wake and they be like, is there any remarks from the floor? Keep it two minutes or less. Two minutes. And they never do. No. <laughs> the intro will be one minute. Hey, my name's Carlos Miller, and I go to Second Baptist Mount Missionary. Sinai <laughs> Church with <laughs> Reverend Wesley Smith. Tell him. Is our pastor and head of worship. And you know, to be absent in the body. Take your time. Is to be present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. Now the last time I saw Roscoe, he had that big old smile on his face. Y'all know the one, y'all know the one. Uh-huh. Everybody in here has seen that smile. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he told me, he looked at me, said, cousin, I want you to take me fishing. And it blew my mind, because we ain't been fishing since we were little boys. We used to spend our summers down in Mississippi with my grandmother and we used to go fishing every day. What lake? What lake? Oh, you know that lake behind Miss Johnson's house. Everybody in here has been to that lake behind Miss Johnson's house. And every time we get to fishing good, here she comes. Don't you be fishing. Mm -hmm. Saying all that to say this. (laughs) Yeah. It's already been two minutes. Mm-hmm. Already been two minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got the call. <laughs> when I got that call and they said, you need to come down here and see your cousin. I took off work that Monday. Took off work. You see the day Thursday. Uh-huh. Here we are. 
And what was wrong with him? He died. Wasn't nothing wrong with him. He ain't died. He fell off a ladder. Okay. That didn't kill him, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he got bit by a pit bull while he was laying there. <laughs> but that ain't what killed him either. Oh! Yeah. Went down there to the hospital for the surgery. The girl left the damn scissors in his chest. Oh. But that ain't what killed him. He can't even sue the hospital. No. Because that ain't what killed him. Right. He wouldn't stop popping them damn pills. <laughs> But that ain't what killed him either. Oh, okay. He popped two of them pills and tried to go jogging. Mm. Passed out. But that ain't what killed him. Mm. <laughs> They'll never get to the reason. Never. Then you know his blood pressure was high, but hell, he used to love to eat them bacon sandwiches. But that ain't what killed him. Love a damn pork chop. Yeah. I think Miss Jones killed him. Was fishing in her lake. Now see. I think that's what happened. That ain't what killed him. Damn. Cause Miss Jones did too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the 85 South Show. Listen here. Listen here. This episode right here, I don't never say this. This episode ain't for everybody. This episode is for the grown ass men. <laughs> this for the hood niggas. That smoke wood tip black and mild. <laughs> Not wood tip. If you ever owned or purchased a box shed, a Crown Vic, a Grand Marquis, anything of that nature, a four-door sedan, Lincoln Town cars and shit like that, Pontiacs and shit, this your episode. Because we got a real star in here today. I'm telling you, if you ever seen the movie Players Club, then you know. Yes, Lord. Then you know. <laughs> Take your that time. That we ain't bullshitting today. No, it ain't Ice Cube. Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> we got the real star of the movie. You talking about? <laughs> she turned this motherfucker out. If she never would have went in there and bought them shoes, <laughs> make the money. Don't let the money make you. You know how many people tattooed that shit across their chest plate right here? No. Listen, man. <laughs> We got Ronnie from Players Club, but Chris Fowler is in here with us today. <laughs> now look, you know, Halloween just passed. Yes. And a lot of women picked your character mm. to dress mm. up as. And I wanted to see the girls that went crazy with it. She did a great job, right? Did a great she job. She did a good job. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I, I'm just humbled by it, like for real, because every Halloween it's like more and more yeah. good ladies do it. So I'm like, oh wow, keep me alive, then. Wow, I gotta say, I love it. Right. So like, <laughs> you know, that movie is is a cult classic amongst mm -hmm. the culture. Yeah. So it's like, did you know that this character would be way bigger than just a supporting character? No, I had no idea. I was really nervous about even doing the role because my mom is like seven day Adventist and a teacher. So I grew up in a really strict household. So when I got the role, even though I was good and grown, I was like, I'm about to just tell my mom I'm about to go work for Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, yeah. So she <laughs> yeah. had to hide it on the low. I was hiding it from everybody. And then I was like, yeah, I'm just out here. I'm just going to be their assistant. And she was like, oh, okay, why can't I ever come visit? And I was over there in the G-string on set. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just scheduling things for them. I think that's what made it so good. 
What you think, Nab? I see you just over there shaking your head, man. Cause like I wouldn't think, I thought she she embraced the role so well. Right. My mic fucked up? Y'all motherfuckers, man. Oh, I, oh, I that expensive shit. <laughs> yeah, she was on set. Yeah, you got to be straight. Yeah, it's in his head now. He can't. He can't go back. Be straight. Okay, we good now. All right. Where like, were we? like moving on. Like I never like not that I had so much love for you, but like. Just, well, you ain't had no love. I did have love. Up. I had love for you, but I'm saying when I would see. Ebony and other movies, just like, think about it, the best man. I was like, look at her keeping up shit some more. Like, you know what I'm saying? She, yeah. like, she, she always keeping up some shit. She just got that on her. So it was like, it never was you. Yeah. But, man, you, you did your thing, but that made me not fuck with her. Yeah, I love, I love how you was in the movie, and then when you wasn't in the movie, I felt like you was at the mall or some shit, like doing yeah. real stripper shit. <laughs> like, I felt like you was supposed to be in there, but you just wasn't there. Yeah. Well, you know, I have real stripper friends. That's, I think that's how I did. Mm, that's how I was okay. able to embrace the role mm. because I was the only person from Atlanta that they cast. And so I was like, okay, you know what? No, I'm about to I'm about to represent for Atlanta. Like, I'm not going to let everybody from L.A. like kill it and not be the weak one. So I was like, stripper clubs, like, okay, how they do that shit right there? And I was talking to like, just like the most gangster like girls in the club that was bringing other girls in. Like, oh yeah, I brought her from, I bought this little bitch from Alabama. I'm like, let me talk to you. He's like, how you get her to come from Alabama? So I was like, oh, that's about to be what Ronnie did. So I was just making sure that I like really embraced who that character was gonna be. So when I went to California, he was like, yeah, so uh, what you think? I was like, oh, you asked me what I think? Oh, okay, great. And we just kind of collaborated and came up with what she would, what she would do and what she because in real life, I looked so much like Lisa Ray with both being fair skinned, both having kind of the same kind of hair. Believe it or not, we are both pretty much the same height. I'm not that much taller than her. So the producers at first kind of gave him pushback. You're gonna leave the ass out. I was waiting on you to say the same ass. <laughs> same ass. I, I was just waiting. Oh, yeah. We got competing asses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> competing asses. But, um, but yeah, so the producers was just kind of like, nah, nah, you know, we don't really think that she should be, be that role because they look so much alike. Hey, nice. Yeah, it was about to be an issue. Yeah. And Q really fought for me. He was like, nah, like she's killing it. Like, so we're going to come up with something to where we're going to make them different enough to where it'll be, you know, people won't think like they look alike. Yeah. So that's what we came up with the platinum blonde. And I might, my, my, if you look at the movie, like I had on heels this high and Lisa Ray had on like a little kitten heels. Yeah, everybody thought you was like six, seven. Yeah, they thought I was, just, I mean, I'm tall and I'm, and I, and I have a tall presence. You know, I had a broad shoulders and shit. So I look like a lot taller and bigger than I really am. And then people, when they be like, damn, I thought you was a lot taller and bigger than that. And I'm like, yeah, no. Camera, yeah. camera does. It be putting a lot of shit on you, but it's all yeah, good. Yeah, everybody think I'm tall as fuck. <laughs> I thought you was tall. Like, no, man, you really can't be tall in this business. Tall, yeah. tall people don't do well they in the entertainment well. business. I'm telling you, everybody no. who you think tall is fucking short as hell. I can't get like a lot of roles because if the leading man is like 5'7 or 5'8, you know, they're gonna be like, yeah, no, not you. You could be the auntie. Right, exactly. <laughs> or the villain. Some shit like that. Some shit like that. Which is always fun. It's yeah. fun to be the villain. 
What was your favorite scene in that movie? My favorite scene in the movie was, hmm, let's see. I had a few favorite scenes. Um, I think, and it's not because of the break scene. It's not because of that part. But the reason that was my favorite scene is just because, um, what's his name? Damn, now I can't even remember the other comedian's name. Not AJ Johnson, but Alex. Yeah, Alex Thomas. Shout out to Thomas. Alex Thomas. He was so <laughs> silly. Alex Thomas, and I love him so much. So he was, he would just always make different jokes. Every time I would come out the room and I would be at the little buffet thing, he would say something different every time. And I'm like, dude, you're trying to break me. Cause he was like, you are always on point. Like, and I'm gonna yeah. get you. And so that's when he's like, yeah, so some picky booty clap. Break it, bounce for me. And that was like not in there. And I was like about to laugh. I'm like, get your ass out of here. Because you know, back then that was really popular, especially here in Atlanta. Yeah. But in the West Coast, they weren't feeling it like that. So he was like, yeah, I'm about to just say some, some crazy shit to you. So that was probably my favorite scene. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your favorite scene in Players Club? <sighs> it probably have to be the fight. I say, say the fight. <laughs> no, the fight. I got some funny shit about the fight. Like, the fight was not supposed to go the way it went. For real? 
Yeah, no, it was not supposed to go like that. Like all that blood and stuff, it was it was supposed to go a different way. And we choreographed the fight. Like we practiced and we rehearsed and all of this stuff. And I knew in my spirit, I said, the fight is not gonna go like that because I know that this motherfucker Lisa Ray is about to do something to me. Like, and don't get me wrong, we're cool, we're good. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, we were both just young and uh, coming up and it was just this animosity that came about just because I just think, you know, so just, that shit was just some real. shit. Ish. Cause I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have lost. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ATL Shawty don't yeah. disrespect. Lisa but, uh, but, uh, but no, it's all good. But here's the thing. So we had choreographed the whole fight and she ended up pushing pushing me into a mirror oh. and I hit my head. That was not supposed to happen. And so the blood came out my mouth, but it wasn't supposed to come out then. I was holding a, a, a pellet in my mouth. I was supposed to bust it at a certain time. But when she did that, I was like, oh, bitch, it's a blood. <laughs> it was like some blood came out. I was like, oh, that's what we doing. So I got up immediately and like grabbed her. And like, it, if you look back at the movie, and I pushed her, and then I pushed her down. And she was like, hey, 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 that's not how that shit's supposed to go. No, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I got shit just got real. Now, we gotta rewind this shit. I gotta watch like, it again. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't I know like, that bitch was 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it just, you know, it just, but I think that that's just, you know, without the proper, I guess, training. And it was, I was new, she was yeah. new. And so shit happens, you know what I'm saying? And it just went down the way. And I was like, hey, I was very reactive. Y'all both and, embraced the role. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So that fight was not supposed to go like that. <laughs> but it was tension built up because the other scene, when I say I run this motherfucker and I put my finger in her face, that wasn't like that. That wasn't written in there at all. And what I told Cube is I was like, I don't want her to like rehearse with me. I don't want us to go through this scene because I want her to be hella uncomfortable when I walk up on her. That so, and that was that was what made it believable. Because anything we rehearsed, it was too rehearsed. She would just be really like, like, oh, well, girl, don't back up off me, girl. And I was like, I don't want that. Like, I want it to be like, the hell? So I just ran up on her and was like, I run this motherfucker and put my finger in her face. And she was like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So all of that is real. It was almost like, oh, my God, I can't believe she put her finger in my face. So it was the tension there. Fuck and the it, script. It worked. Fuck the script. <laughs> That's what I said. Fuck the script. Okay, he pulled me to the side after like our first few days. He said, okay, I'm giving you, Jamie, and Bernie, y'all could just kind of go. And I was like, but I'm not a comedian. I'm doing what the fuck I'm doing, really. <laughs> and he was like, no, just do what you what you know and what you feel is right for us. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it was good. It was good. So that that's the backstory. <laughs> Man, there's so many classic lines in that movie. Nigga, when they had Dollar Bill in the trunk, he was like, Insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bernie was just a genius. He was a Hell comedian yeah. genius, but he was just also like a brilliant, brilliant person. That set had to be lit. Yeah. Man, it it was. It was a good, fun. Good Charlie energy. Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people didn't know Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just good people. Oh my God. Like uh, um, Terrence Howard was on in it and um, 
a face on. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it was it was really a good. It was a lot set. of motherfuckers yeah. in there, man. Yeah. On and the so cool. many people that we've lost. Tiny. Tiny. Yeah. yeah. You know, AJ was AJ in there. Yeah. yeah. It was, Michael yeah. Clark Duncan yeah. was in there too. Yeah. That Michael yeah. Clark Duncan. Yeah. Man, and look, oh man, when just thinking about that, yeah, and all those guys were like so incredibly talented and just real, really kind. Like, yeah. it was like a good asset. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't stressful. So, I'm thankful for that. Luke didn't turn the set out. Luke was <laughs> Luke was a fucking gentleman. Like, But that's the thing. He's the nicest dude. But it's like, if he walk in a room, people just start fucking. Yeah, that, yeah and no. <laughs> and no bullshit. Everything. Women just start fucking and get butt naked and start eating pussy. <laughs> Man, when Luke, I posted a strip battle one night. Luke came from Miami. Man, the bartender had her titties out serving. Everybody was in there. And he just lay back. He was chilling. He ain't even tell him. I ain't even come like, all that. Man. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, if you look at, I never take my clothes off. He said, I never take one thing off. It's just people around me. Just start. And I was like, damn. I, he asked me to do a video after Players Club. Um, now, here, Lizard, Lizard. He had a group. Y'all probably like, what the fuck is that song? But, but um, so I went to go do the video and it was true. Like, all the girls was like, well, it's a Luke. It's a Luke. For Luke. I was like, okay, well, y'all have fun. <laughs> I'm over here trying to learn how to dive off this cliff. That man's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. He He's good people, too. Definitely good people. I did a lot of videos, and it was always a hassle trying to get my money. Always a hassle trying to get my money. Shit, ain't shit changed. Okay. <laughs> shit, that's But Luke was one of the first people. Like as soon as I did, the, he was like, "Yo, here's your. Make sure she get paid. Here's your money." I'm like, "Damn, my cash." But I mean, I know they don't do it like that. But he was like, "Yo, you're gonna get your money." And just as the set, it's the etiquette on the set was super respectable and it was just you know he's he good people yeah hey man so could i ask you one question what yeah. was supposed to happen at junior's bachelor party <laughs> like like what we saw what did happen? Yeah. what was the, what was your goal for his party i to... told his ass they was just really coming there to dance okay <laughs> You know, I knew it was going to be some bullshit when the white girl Vanilla didn't show up. <laughs> Soon as Vanilla didn't show up, and that bitch be everywhere. Yeah, yeah, she goes to everything, <laughs> everybody. <Yeah. laughs> but no, Caffeine. Shout out to Caffeine who played my brother and I. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. 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 turned up. He played an evil nigga in yeah, every movie. Nobody looked at him the same since then. I know. Because you remember uh, he, well, what's the name came first? Don't be a menace. You remember? A menace movie. to society. I mean, menace to society. Pardon me, sir. Yeah. So, but he had been being a villain before that. What he did before that? I can't specifically name it, but this nigga done been in about a hundred shows and villain and TV shows, and he always the mean nigga. But nigga, Kane was finna get his life in order. What he gonna do? Shoot the blocker? Mm 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 mm. Yeah. Well. But he kind of got eminent. On track. <laughs> Look at it. How you, you get on track? You fucked up, bro. You they gonna count. She stopped you. dancing. She stopped all that. Like she realized what the, the life she, Yeah, she realized the cons. <laughs> the cons for real. I mean, That's true. She was out there. Oh uh, yeah. Bad. 
she got together. But that wig they gave her the end, though. The blonde. Yeah. Mm, that was not right. <laughs> I think that's what happened. <laughs> she showed up in that wig. That's when it went left. That left. shit was. No, nah, but uh, man, you 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 really had a classic role. I and love we it. We gotta show you much love. Especially being, you know, we didn't have this reminiscing and talking about our favorite parts, but on some serious shit, you know. As black entertainers, we don't get a lot of opportunities like that. Yeah. And you know, to have something that's gonna be memorable and that's gonna last. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised. I get, like, it's almost like, um, Pam, Pam, Pam uh, Greer. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like that. That's how I feel. Yeah. like, wow, okay. And I had no idea it was that it would be that, right. you know. But I'm happy, you know. I'm happy. I'm honored. That's why I say, damn. If I don't ever do anything else, but God forbid did that happen. Right. But I'm just saying, if I don't ever do anything else, I, I had the opportunity to do something like that. No, that we ain't gonna do. Fun, you know, for grow. a long time, people gonna keep watching it. Shit, we gonna write mm-hmm. something then. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get it. I told really? you, it gotta be a part two. Ronnie's revenge. Ronnie's revenge. <laughs> so you had audition here for it or they? Okay. Yeah, how do you end up in there? Okay, okay. Now, who remembers the Catfish Station? Rodney, remember the Catfish Station? Catfish. You're in Atlanta? Uh-uh. Okay. We weren't around. So that's an Allah A.T. Elliot for real. <laughs> so there was this restaurant down on Ponce called the Catfish Station. And so I remember E-40 had a, um, a listening party. And Cube was there. But see, I wanted to be a rapper. And okay. so I was like, okay, I'm going to get my tape, the Cube, because that's when they still had tapes. So I see him at E40's with party. I'm like, oh yeah, I was like, yo, can you remember me, remember me? I used to open concerts and stuff for NWA because I used to live in California. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you look familiar. I was like, I'm still rapping. Can I get with you to get you my, my, my tape? And he was like, you know what? He was like, you live here in Atlanta? I was like, yeah, he said, you know, I'm about to do a movie here. And I said, oh, okay. I'm thinking, I don't care. Oh, oh my, I want you to listen to my tape. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm about to do a movie here. So maybe you can give me your music and maybe I can put something, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So he was like, we'll exchange numbers, but crowd, whatever, never bumped into each other again. So a few months later, I hear on the radio, I was like, yeah, Ice Cube coming to town. He's having auditions for this movie. They're going to be at the Catfish Station. I was like, oh my God, that's the movie he was talking about. I'm about to take my tape up there and he's going to listen to my tape. Still trying to rap. Still trying to rap. I'm going to take my tape to this audition and that's what's going to be. So I'm at work and so I'm in, I'm working at a law firm, mind you, because my mother wanted me to be a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, you know, it gets better. So my mom wanted me to really be a lawyer. So I'm at this law firm, and I'm like, okay, damn, if they gonna are they gonna let me go so I can go to the catfish station and take you my tape? <laughs> so I'm like, how am I gonna tell them this? So I was like, listen, you guys, I really want to do this. So he's like, oh, okay, go ahead, you can go on your lunch break. So I get there and there's a line around the corner, wrapped around the building. And I'm like, damn, I'm not gonna make it back from my lunch break. So I'm like, and then to no cell phones, so I'm like, how I'm gonna call them and tell them I can't come back. So I get in there and they were like, yeah, you're here for the audition here, read these sides and this and that. So they give me these sides for Diamond. And I'm like, okay, I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, I'm just learning this real quick so I can get up there. And I'm still thinking about my tape and now my job. So hours pass. I'm like, I'm probably fired. And so then they call me up there. I go up there and they're like, okay, so you ready? They're like, what size did they give you? I said, they gave me the size for diamond. They're like, yeah, we've seen too many diamonds today. Go back downstairs and ask them if they can give you the size for Ronnie or somebody else. And I'm like, 
kidding me? I'm reading Diamond just so I can give you my take. But then Ice Cube wasn't up there, and I'm like, what's really going on? So I go like downstairs, ask for the size for Ronnie, and they're like, on the description it says, Ronnie, six foot tall, brown skin with cornrows, muscular build. I said, this is, they set me up for failure. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn this real quick just so I can go back to there and talk to them about my tape. So I go back up there and they're like, you ready? And I'm like, yeah. So I start reading the, the, um, the, the size, which is the part with Ebony in the car with Ebony. And I'm like, yeah, so what's up? You trying to get this money or what? And in the middle of it, I just said, I'm about to bust down into a rap. And I was like, hold up, hold up. It's a song right here. And I act like I was turning up the radio and I just was like, yeah, daughter. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, so anyway, you trying to get this money? And they was like, yeah, hey, can you do that again? Was that? I was like, yeah, where's the ice cube? <laughs> Well, he won't be here, but if you come back tomorrow and just do the same thing tomorrow, then we'll send his tape, send your tape to him. So I was like, okay. So I had to, I went back to my job and I was like, I'm so sorry. And it was like, well, yeah, it's okay. And I said, now I gotta go back tomorrow. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So went back the next day. Cube still wasn't there. I did another audition. They was like, okay, you were great. And we'll give you a call. And then months later, I get a call at my other job because I end up getting fired from that job. <laughs> so I was at now at another, like another art gallery. But luckily a girl at the other job knew my number and gave whoever was calling. She saw me. She and saw me. I, I end up answering, like a receptionist answered the phone and said, oh yeah, Ice Cube is on the phone for you. And I'm like, girl, whatever, because it's three months later. And I pick up the phone, I'm like, hello. He's like, yo, what's up this Cube? And I was like, whatever. <laughs> She was like, yeah, the same person's back on the phone. And he was like, you hung up. And I was like, okay. And I was like, hello. He was like, yo, this is really cute. Don't, like, no. I was like, oh, hey, hello, hello. He's like, yeah, yeah, I saw your audition. And uh, like, you did a great job. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. Then he was like, come to L.A., audition again. And so then, you know. But they didn't fly me out there. I had to fly myself out there. That's a thing. people shit. So then I really did have to start stripping to get the money to get out there. No. <laughs> I just did amateur nights. I just did amateur oh, nights. Okay. <laughs> we need y'all on a song episode. <laughs> shit. That was like, why do you say no TV working? <laughs> like, this is a whole little thing. welcome back to uh, the director's cut. <laughs> Story. Shit. Yeah. So, it, it, it ain't too much. Did you hit us with a little rap or something? No, 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 it's too much. <laughs> so you don't rap no more. <laughs> she she wanted to get the shit out so bad. Like, no, no, no. Man, but did you ever get the tape? We're gonna do a song together for real, cause I can't get right up in that. In that okay, in that good. Old school pocket. No. <laughs> did they ever oh, get? Lo, lo, he he had the party with the old school shit uh, too. Though. Okay, okay. I mean, maybe I can jump in. I can jump in. Yeah, yeah. Lo, show us some real. It doesn't have a flashback. Dollar bill had to let me go. 
<laughs> did, you, did you ever get the music to Cube, though? I never got my damn music to Cube. the whole movie. Let me tell you something. Never got my music to Cube. Because what ended up happening was when I tried to talk to him about it again, he was like, yeah, 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 but you're going to be acting. I'm telling you, that's, that's going to take off of you. No, I ain't want to even talk about that. Like, he just kind of was like, yeah, not that. And so he's like solidified my life, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah. Before Little Kim. I yeah. had the raunchiest rap house. Oh, this is ridiculous. Man, we gotta hear that shit. Man, I wanna hear that tape. <laughs> I know she got one of them motherfucking lips. I, I do. Yeah, I'm gonna I, hear it. I actually have a video that my mother is very ashamed of. Where is it? Is it on YouTube? <laughs> it's on VHS. Oh, it's one of them. Man, let me go. What the fuck are you doing? Where you know your shit nasty? You gotta put it on the tape. <laughs> You know you gotta turn the TV all the way up because the volume is low. <laughs> yeah, what they talk about? Shit. Oh. <laughs> Behind the scenes is real as hell. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was that. This shit more lit than the movie. Yeah, they told me I was just gonna go to the club and I could just waitress and make the same money as the strippers, but they lied. They lied. That didn't work. So I said, I got to do something else. If I'm gonna get to LA, this is not the way to do it. So that's expensive. Them flights were high back then. Hella high, like $1,200. Oh shit, I would've never been in that movie. <laughs> you would've never been in the movie, right? God damn. I would've, I would've like, took the train. I would've got there too late. Well, I couldn't, but I couldn't say that. I was like, I'm not about to tell him I can't get there. He's like, can you be here in two weeks? I was like, two weeks? You and shit, they can't get you there. It's the same thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just being key, look, I can get out there. Y'all got to send me back. <laughs> yeah. Somebody yeah. got to take me home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I had another good friend, good, just a good friend who did look out, who was like, look, I'll, I'll front you the money to get out here, and I'll give you a place to stay. And um, Raphael Sadiq. Raphael Sadiq is like my brother. And oh, I just, y'all, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> the thing about it is like when you good friends with people it's weird because it's like you don't never want to ask them to like really put you on or bullshit. You know, but I, I bullshit. I, 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 Telling them about my little ugly partner. <laughs> I'm talking about whether they got juice or not. I plug everybody. But you know not him no more. That's Aries. That's how we are. That's Aries why I ain't. Like that. That's why I ain't really introduce you to him. <laughs> I ain't tell you that nigga name. I don't know his name. If you, you want to know, it's him. I, I'm through putting him on anything. He ain't got shit coming from me. Oh God. Right. All I know this is this ain't never failed. This nigga been in two movies. Nah, I ain't even gonna say no. Oh, man! No way! Come on! And then people just been sending me clips of all the episodes he been on where he be like, he don't fuck with you. He be sitting there like this. Ah! It's a bunch of them. I'm in here recording some, some ads the other night. One of the pictures just randomly jump off the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? Look back there, his ad. God is showing you who to cut off. Look at his picture over there on the floor. All the other pictures, look, that motherfucker jumped off the wall. So nobody couldn't nail my shit? No! 
No! Ain't nothing else for him. There's nothing else for him but that little baby bitch. And this bitch. I guess it's just a sign of what's gonna come. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just started some hey, shit. Hey, yeah, uh-huh. You never did. The shit started way before the end. The shit started way before the end. You gonna give me the same uh, reputation as Monica no. Callum? <laughs> it got started shit everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. No, it, it was started anyway. I was okay. just kicking because you here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with you. Okay, okay. Him, <laughs> it's real touch and go, man. Sometimes oh, I be, because I be like, you know, I be like, don't let that shit go. But then I look at that nigga and then he be laughing too hard. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm like, hold up, nigga, you laughing with me or at me, dude? You see what I'm saying? Because it be a long laugh, like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like, I, I see it. a rare backlash. Yeah, he leaned back with me. Oh, you don't know. do that. Don't sit up. <laughs> AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm trying to part the nigga that block me in, you feel me? Yeah. I'm like, is is this it? Is this it? Yeah. Get out the car, it's him, bro. So when they they had the premiere... (laughs) (laughs) They're talking about some positive shit. I know, here we go. (laughs) L.A. Okay, okay. The, The premiere was in L.A. 
Yeah, and my mother came. Uh, what she yeah, saying? She, she, that was she, her first you know, time finding no, out. No, no, no. So I did eventually, once I saw that, that, that everybody on set was like really cool and behaved and everything. And, you know, um, he had the um, Fruits of Islam like us, uh, security and all of that good stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to invite my mom finally. I was there about a month already. And I was like, so do you want to come to LA and visit me? And so she came and I was like, so I got to tell you something. I'm playing and I'm, I'm in a movie. And she was like, oh, that's great. I said, and I'm a stripper and a lesbian. She was like, okay, okay. I said, but it's really a good set. And so she came and she met Ice Cube and she met, and he was, of course, very kind. So she was relaxed after that. She was cool. That's, that's yeah. yeah, she was good after that. So when she came to the premiere and actually saw it, she was just like, you did a great job. And so, yeah, so she relaxed after that. Can't yeah. nobody tell you shit if yeah. your mama like it. Yeah, yeah, so it was good. I don't even know if I saw it because I was like just so, so nervous. I was like, oh my God, what's my mind? I don't think it was there. So, yeah, the, at the premiere, it was like a blur to me. That was a whole just blur. Damn. And then in this in the entire like 20 some odd years, I've probably seen the movie three times. What? Mm hmm. I might see yeah, the movie three times in one night. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to watch yourself. It's really difficult, a difficult thing to well, for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You probably didn't like it how we like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're going to be like, oh, I couldn't have done that. Oh, man, look at that. You know, it's just that thing. Like, they used to say, you want to watch the dailies? And I was like, no, because, and to this day, when I do something, they say, do you want to watch the dailies? I don't want to see the dailies. Because if you watch the dailies for me, I don't want to see stuff and be like, oh, well, damn, I didn't do that right. I could to change that. And you try to change something up midway, then you really looking crazy. Because, like, yeah. first half of it, you was like this. The second half of it, you, no. I don't want to see the dailies. Whatever it is is what it is. Whatever. So, yeah, that. Oh, I do remember one thing about the movie, though. So, um, Q was like, okay, so I'm going to send you to this appointment. You got to go to this appointment or whatever. And I'm like, an appointment? He was like, yes, yeah, at a place called Pink Cheeks. And I was like, okay, so what am, what am I having done? And he was like, yes, yeah, so they're going to wax you. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you, like, you got to think about when this was, though. This was years ago when it was like, and I was like, not wax savvy. <laughs> so, mm. so I'm like, going to wax bro. you. And he's like, yeah, like they're gonna they're gonna wax you because like he was like, I'm telling you, on camera, on film, like everything is amplified. So if you hairy, it's gonna be like you hairy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but I didn't know how like they were how deep they were gonna go with the waxing. Yeah, so that was an interesting thing that happened. So Ice Cube, <laughs> Ice Cube invented. Women getting their coochie waxed. No, that's not true. Right this for a moment. That's right this for a moment, man. Right this for a moment. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Wow. That's the last question we got wow. a shout out. Yeah. Who brought that to Most the black community? No, no, please. <laughs> but I was, yeah, it was just, it was painful, but I guess it was worth, worth it. It was oh, yeah. painful, but worth it. Because I didn't want to be amplified uh, with a hairy ass or whatever else. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah. That would have made it a whole different movie. A very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been watching that like this shit real real. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> that pussy is already wet. You see it? <laughs> oh, she liked this. Damn, that's Bro, that's that's got to be on the east side. Club Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Got it, got it. <laughs>
Yeah. Classic shit, man. Mm -hmm. We only hang out with big stars over here on the 85 South Show. And sometimes we hang with Nam, too, so. Now, what's your name again? See? <laughs> Him and Future got the same name. <laughs> However you pronounce that. Okay, okay. Navadius. Okay. His name, Navy. Oh, I like His it. His name, Navardius. Is it? Is it really? Tell me. It's, it's Nav Green. It's Navardius. He don't never tell nobody the whole. What's the what's Nav short for? Navars. See? Yeah, that's nice. You see how I mess it up on purpose? <laughs> I can tell you're great. Nigga, they made Nikes. Them Navars. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? I thought it was gonna be a smooth night. No, you did bro. that. Shit, you what made oh, you think man, that? It's me. What made you think that? I know I got friends who move stars too, nigga. And they don't know you. So I guess we eat. <laughs> <laughs> he called himself doing comedy too. Uh -huh. <laughs> never mind. Never oh mind. God, never mind. Yeah. See how that's how good of a friend I am. Like, I ain't never gonna cut him off, but I'm gonna remind him yeah. that we could all be in a better position. If <laughs> you just said yeah. one, one thing, I'm sure they was oh, talking on set, and he was like, "So now, who you think funny? Who you kicking with? Who in your crew?" He probably was just like, "I just, I do most of my shit by myself. <laughs> God know how he is." <laughs> I really put myself on. You know? Okay. Ever since I won you MTV, Yo Mama, <laughs> I just felt like I was better than all them. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't never go through that struggle. Like, like that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. tell. Yeah, nah. I'm nah, glad you see through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know him like I know him. That's how it gets you. Oh, no. That, that's how he gets you. Oh, okay. That's how he gets you. Got it. He'll reel you in. <laughs> he's smooth. He's smooth like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. He probably got a little tape or something he's going to try to give you for you. <laughs> 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 you got a little reel. You know, yeah, okay. He got a few little clips. Mm-hmm. Little cameos and okay, shit. He got a few little clips. Me that isn't me, I do really fuck with Los. He just don't fuck with me. Man, so. he better not uh, have no 85 South Show clips on there. <laughs> See the shit after you. Like, you don't own you nothing. Ain't gonna clear my shit. Nope. I ain't clearing a motherfucking thing. This shit like the NBA. You can't even have this shit without the express written consent. <laughs> yeah. He did for real. Too. Oh no, no. Yeah, he, don't say that. he showed his ass with me. It's it, okay. I, I think he gonna. I think he got a plan, he, a grand hey, plan. Business is business. Okay. No, it's a grand plan. Mm -hmm. It's something good. Something great. Yeah, I seen on him on the road with some more people. And everything. Oh. Yeah, he didn't mention that. Okay. That's, that's how long he cut me off though. <laughs> he don't never tell the yeah, whole yeah. side of the story. Yeah, no. Look. I tried to squash you. I said, hey, Los, I hope you're having a good day. Hey, man. Hey, Red. Man. Red. 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 Cap. <laughs> I'm under all your Instagram pictures. Cap. <laughs> and, like, he done turned turn the whole community against me. Of people. No, 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 I can be on a different type of post. And I so make funny. a little comment, and somebody might come. That's fucked up. You ain't tell anybody. Call up. I'm like, bro. Look, no, this is real talk. Okay? I'm gonna 
about this shit. We but y'all still be friends. We taking this see, one to see, the see, dirt. See this hope. He said 79, y'all still. I know. Say, yeah. That man, he gonna, hey, I feel like one night he gonna be on that liquor and he gonna want, man, why are you bringing this shit up? <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck that, man, fuck that. Now, cool out, cool out. No, let him go, goddammit. <laughs> let him go. <laughs> he can't talk if you hold him and let him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing like that old black man argument, boy. Especially when they about to fight. Let him go, motherfucker. <laughs> this my house. Okay. Nigga, I don't gotta say that. What side of town you grew up on? So, I, I was born here in Atlanta, but I was raised in California. Oh. And I came back here in 93. You already grown? Yeah. So yeah, you ain't gonna go to high school or nothing. No, I went to high school here one year, but I went to a school that nobody heard of. <laughs> it's called Woodland, Woodland High School, um, out by Greenbrier. And that's what I'm saying. Nobody, everybody's like, where? What? I don't know that school. That so, shit must not last long. It must not have. All I know is like, I think our competition was like Southwest. Is that a school? Southwest the camp. Yeah, like somebody, like, I don't know. Anyway, it was one, it was like nine months I went to the school, whatever, then I was, that was it. Yeah, I went oh, one wow. year. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to California. My mom was like, no, come back. And so, yeah, then I came back in 93 and been here since then, yeah. Oh, so after the movie, you came back? No, I was here before the movie. Yeah, I'm saying after you went out there to uh, shoot the movie, oh, you yeah, didn't yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a lot oh, of yeah. people get caught up in stand. Well, I was bi-coastal for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, I could afford it. But then I had to come back and strip some more to get my money back up. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Shit, stripping in 93 in Atlanta was so profitable. Some of them women don't even work to this day. Okay, okay. Look, <laughs> strawberry, white chocolate. <laughs> what was your name? When I danced? Yeah. Oh, gosh, what was my name? Oh, she Sparkle. Probably had a few of them. I did have a few. Sparkle was one of them. Most strippers got, like, a real name that's a fake name. Mm-hmm. A stage name, an alternate name, and the name she used to uh, strip under in her old city. You gotta That's have a lot a, of names. You gotta have a few different identities. I saw I wasn't a real stripper then because I had like my name. It's just that name. Oh, just one stage. You go I didn't do it long. No, I didn't do it long enough either. I think you know. I was like, I, I was like. That was like a part-time job, because I would still be working at the law firm <laughs> and working at the strip club in the evening. Because I was like, I'm about to buy a house. Oh, you was and on day like, shift? 
<laughs> no, I had to work during the day, so I was oh, on God. night shift. And I remember I bumped into one of my like coworkers at the club, and I was like, Joe, don't you say shit. Shit, hit ass ass or nothing. Yeah, but it's different, you know. He's a patron. Them Joes be like that. Them Joes, but he was like, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna just come back. When you work again? <laughs> Couldn't keep Joe out the office after that. Hey, hey uh, you wanna get some lunch or something? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we, we thinking Chinese. We, we thinking like Chinese. <laughs> Joe, the dude at the office point when he told, hey, Chinese. <laughs> but let me say this. He asked if I was on Jay Ship. I should have been. <laughs> Take that how you want to. I was not one of the like dedicated dancers. You gotta right. keep in mind, this is at the height of Atlanta yeah. stripping, bro. 93 is the golden era. Yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan was in the club then. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, probably, I should have been on day shift. 93? <laughs> yeah, Dominique Wilkins might pull up. Dion. Yeah. The Kimbe. Yeah. Andre Rising. Shit, all them niggas. Yeah, that's Anthony Mason. I met Tupac. Tupac. Mm -hmm. You met. Oh, this yeah. nigga lit up. Oh. Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he what song did you dance to for Tupac? <laughs> what, what was he drinking? <laughs> And then I worked at a club called Diamonds and Pearls. I worked as a waitress there. No, no, were, two, were they smoking good weed or was you just a mid? Uh, you asking about Tupac? Yeah, because you done brought it up already. <laughs> Tupac! <laughs> Did you say, what, was who smoking good weed? Who was smoking good weed in 93? Snoop. Snoop had good weed in 93? I think so. <laughs> So in 93, Snoop and Dre, they was, and everybody else smoking bullshit. Not everybody so. else. You, and let me say, you're asking me. I'm not a connoisseur. Okay. But you can but, smell it. But yeah, I can smell it. And then, I, you know, I can see the difference in highs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I knew people that was high and feeling great. And then people that was high was like, damn, I don't know how the fuck I feel. Right. <laughs> you know, the difference. Damn, that's, but, uh, yeah. nigga, that's a long time to be like holding <laughs> on to some good weed. <laughs> 30 years. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. yeah they, good they weed. Smoking good weed back then. A consistent plug for 30 years? Yeah. You got to really keep your ear to the street. <laughs> Imagine you try to get him some bad weed. Probably I, but you got to think about it as Snoop. So I think people with good weed look for him. Hey, I can't give him weed. I don't give a fuck how good it's my like weed is. If Snoop is around, I'm never pulling my weed out. No, I would never. What I look like showing up with some weed to smoke with Snoop? Nope. <laughs> Show me what? what you got, big homie. Man, I don't give a fuck what it is. Sell me some of yours. I know your shit better than mine. Even if this is the best weed in the world. Snoop got some shit that they just finished working on. <laughs> he gonna true. tell you. <laughs> this is probably true. I got some of that do it fluid. <laughs> How you gonna say it? I got some of that do it fluid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably Telling so. You. Just like that. <laughs> but I don't know if Pac smoked weed. I never saw him smoke, he, you, but he would drink. He smoked a lot of weed. Did he, he smoked okay. cigarettes, I know that. Yeah. He was a smoker. Okay, yeah, I saw cigarettes and drink it, but I never see Yeah, he liked weed, weed a lot. Yeah. That's cold, though. And bowling. He liked to bowl. Nobody knew that. No. That's a yeah, random Tupac yeah. fact for your head. This nigga got his own bowling shoes and all. <laughs> no, not, not, not that deep, but oh. he did like to bowl. Yeah, that was like one of his little 
things he like to do. Nigga, never talk about it. Mm. <laughs> I'm on lane three. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas coming bold with me now. We're going to roll and strike. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. I Fingers in the hole like they a pussy. Stop, stop, stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See how it is, bro. No. See man. how it is, man. Y'all get on and just, just forget who your real friends I'm are. I'm still yeah. with you, bro. It ain't you ain't it ain't cause you wanna be. <laughs> it's cause they they yeah when they, the movie was over it was over. I realized they yeah was yeah exactly. You. <laughs> you turned your back on me and tried to come back. Well, shit, you let me back, man. I, cause I don't never want that karma. <laughs> I know what God do to people who try to punish. It's not up to me to punish you. That's the word. That's now, the word. all I try to do is bring you around some real love so you know what it feel like. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So tell us, how was it when you were on the movie set? I just think about my 85 South. I don't know you that shit. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. I like it. Whatever, man. We're proud of that nigga. <laughs> He's proud of him, man. Yeah. He, do his, he do his thing, <laughs> you know. But, you know, I don't ever want him to get ahead of himself. I don't care how successful he get. I yeah. still want him to live with the guilt. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. enough payback for me. <laughs> they just they just sold out in Greensboro 12,500 people. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Guess who we let go of before we even got out there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He shot his whole little 30 minutes back. <laughs> they couldn't get this nigga off stage. They in the back. Now! <laughs> now! <laughs> nigga, making up names. Hey, now I'm short for Nedrick. Nedrick! <laughs> so, when did your special come out? It ain't. <laughs> Camera wasn't even on. Camera wasn't even on. We don't record this part. Don't kill the battery before we get out there. Hell no. Oh, see them car full. What? No, we got 30 no. minutes of now. No, delete all that shit. You have no footage. I said, like how you said about the daily, I was like, let me see the daily. There ain't no dailies. It started off with Cat introducing them. That's where the shit started. I make sure they don't record his shit. I make the cameraman come in there and record me walking to the stage. Ain't no, <laughs> we ain't using none of our extra equipment on this nigga, man. Nothing. If he want to record it, he can sit his phone down. <laughs> Sign a little deal with somebody else to record this special. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna right. put it on their well, YouTube channel for him. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. He, he done signed all the rights away. I tried to buy him back, but he, he done signed for about 7500 up front. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
pandemic had started. We're going to celebrate yeah. all wins. That's a win, yeah, okay? No, nah, that ain't no right, win. Right. Like, that ain't no win. Okay, all right. They own the middle name, everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. I ain't even want to read all that shit, man. 13 pages. They gave him a 180 way. deal. Oh, no. He only gonna get half the money. <laughs> half of the 75? Yeah. Okay. So after the movie had dropped, like, what, like, what you like, I'm gonna full, full throttle with his ass. Like, <laughs> nope, she went back to rapping and stripping. <laughs> she had a bit. That's you still she... trying to get your tape off? No, that's no. when she made the video on the tape. <laughs> no, I did that before. I did we should, that you should we sell it as that. an NFT. You probably could get some racks no, for that I'm bitch by now. No, honestly, it'll be funny. A one of one? Yeah. Then yeah. somebody gonna have to transpose it from. From that, from VHS to, yeah, such a. I'm gonna have a little USB drive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bump it up. Yeah, hey, it's a thought. Crystal uncut. It. What if, the the dust. what if the tape come on and she had one of Jake Steve parties? Who? <laughs> <laughs> the rapping nigga. My name is Jake Steve. <laughs> I do. Everybody, okay. everybody who watched this shit know who Jake okay, Steve is. Okay. All the old head niggas do. Okay. Look how you like old Jake. <laughs> Jake was a fool, man. The nigga had a bunch of porno movies and he used to rap. Oh. They used to drop videos in between the scenes. Okay, gotcha. So he a legend okay. in the hood. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. Freaks, hoes, and flows. Uh huh. <laughs> he had a lot of movies and they had crazy titles. It'd be like Merry Christmas, bitch, and then he had like. <laughs> it'd be, it's okay, gotcha. Like, it was He's stupid. like a little modern day uh, Dolomite. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Okay, got but it. But it was hardcore. Yeah. yeah it was hardcore. Yeah. Mm. Booty talking shit. I it's an error. Speaking to, to my constituent. Right. Yeah. What you been working on recently, man? Where can these people catch up oh, with you and God. follow you and you find know, you? And, you know. Because well, everybody been looking for their favorite Players yay. Club movie character. Yes. I, I, I'm telling you, that just still, like I said, it blows my mind. But um, so I do still act. And um, I, I'm doing, like, right now, streaming on BET Plus is All the Queen's Men with um, Eva Marcel. And I play... Oh, So it's like a male uh, players club. Yeah. So it's about a male strip club. And she is the kind of like the the madam per se of the strip club Eva is. And now, like I said, I play her sister. I'm about to skip and, um, it's, But no, no, let me say this. It is some, it's really a good show. It's a really good show. Um, and I was nervous going into it and doing it because, you know, um, I, I hadn't worked with any of those people before. And um, it, it just was a lot of dynamics. It was during quarantine. I had to quarantine the Tyler Perry Studios the whole entire time. And so it just, you don't have an opportunity to really interact with people and we shot it quick. Yeah. But it came out, it came out really well. So, um, <clears throat> and I'm sure we're gonna be getting a season two. So you have to look for that. If you haven't seen it, though. I thought that show was for women. Yeah, but no, Eve, and Eva's dynamite in it as well. So, and it's interesting, our, our dynamic is really interesting. It's like, it is like some Diamond Ronnie type of thing, but we're sisters, so. And it's a male strip club? It's a male strip club, but it's not, it's, it's not focused on that. I will say that. So it is, it is eye candy in there for the men. So I don't, don't be scared. For the what? Like, for the men, like, you oh. know, cause it's beautiful women in oh, there. Okay. And, okay. and it's, you know, it's, it's uh, not, no. You need to break them sentences no, no, no. up. They're too close let together. Me, let me, let me be very clear. I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna get counsel. <laughs> 
crazy. No, I'm me. Oh, God, I was gonna say some crazy. No, 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 no. Not that kind of eye candy at all for the men. That is for the women and um, the men who like that. But um, but it's it's you know it's more to the story than just this male strip club. I would say that. There's some really good acting and all like that. It. And just fast forward past those parts because you know. No, I'm just, just gonna just let them have that, man. <laughs> Like you said, everything ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for everybody. Man, let them people enjoy their show. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to support you, but I just don't make it watch Players Club. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So yeah, so that, and then I do a lot of behind the scenes work. That, Like I said, I've been doing that since before Players Club, though. And a lot of people don't know that. So right now, um, I'm working on Atlanta. And then, And know. I didn't know you was really from the city. Like, yeah. that's a, I'm that's really key. from yeah. Atlanta. And I'm, I love, I have a love, just a straight up love for this city. Like, that's another reason why I never just totally went to LA or any other place. Because even with Players Club, if, if you think about it, during that time, I was probably one of the first black actresses to do something major in film like that. Besides Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy did. I think she did Harlem Nights probably yeah. right before that. So, but just to take that chance, and I was like, I gotta rep for the city. Like, I can't just be corny. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm glad it came out well, and you know, that I was able to do that. So, and do it from being right here. Yeah. So, that's that. Well, there you have it, folks. Another one in the books, the legendary Miss Crystal. I meant to bring y'all a copy of my book. I thought I had a copy of my book called Sex Appease. And so it's this book that I wrote, and because I love to cook, and um, and so it's like erotic stories and recipes, and so my ass is on the cover. <laughs> yeah, I want to support. I want to so support. I have to bring you back a copy of it. Y'all have to bring you guys back up. I was like, oh, where's my What's book? one of the recipes in there? So one of the recipes is fruit pizza. And, um, and so what I'll do is I'll break down this recipe, like uh, how you make a fruit pizza, and then I'll say what the what the recipe reminds me of. And so that recipe reminds me of when I lost my virginity, and then I tell the story about how I lost my virginity. Then I have another recipe in there. <laughs> Can I read the story? Yeah, we can. Get the freaky ass out of here, Get the freaky ass motherfucker in the world. Tell me about it. So you lost your virginity. Now what the pizza tastes like? Yeah. <laughs> Fruit pizza. <laughs> so do oh, and there's and there's there are pictures in there. There are pictures in there. Before I leave, you left the book. I know. I'm so mad at myself. Cause here's the thing. This is how I tested the, if the book would you be. You sure good. you ain't got the book? I'm positive. I'm so mad because I had the book in a it freaking bag. It might be bag. one in your trunk. This look is about me working. Look this is about this is what happens when we work. Like I said. I came here straight from work, right? So I leave work. When I leave for work, it's dark. And when I get home, it's dark. That's what it is about working behind the scenes of production. So I was like, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got, I got what I'm gonna change into, or I would have came here in a dicky suit, because that's like what I always wear to work, like Cleo or something. Yeah, so so I'm like, oh, I can't wear a dicky suit, because then they're gonna be like, what the hell is she doing with a dicky suit? You did a wall, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, so I was like, I got all my, I forgot my damn books. I know that was right there on the table, and I was like, but I came here, I was like, where's my book? Damn, I forgot the books. But, oh, I'm mad about the books. Yeah, shit. so I'm going to bring the books, okay? I'm going to bring the books, but I'll drop them off. So then, you know, it can have me back. Like, you know, after season two of All the Queen's Men or something like that, and then we'll talk. And we can talk about the book. Okay, But bet. how I tested the book out, and I said, I'm going to give it to a basketball player. I'm going to give it to a housewife. And if they both read it, 
then I know that it'll sell. <laughs> so they both got to the book. Where is it available? Uh, um, Amazon. You get it off Amazon. BarnesandNoble.com. So it's online, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll send us the link and we'll post it. Yeah. So people can know exactly how to get yeah. fruit pizza and their virginity back. <laughs> What's another meal? <laughs> another meal is a, a Ritzy. And so, um, and so what, it's a Ritz cracker and it's cream cheese with caviar and tomato and olive. And I know it sounds crazy, but this rich guy taught me how to make it. And like, if you're drinking or you getting fucked up and you make this and just take a bite of it, it's so damn good. It's like amazing. So then my story about it is like, I talk about how like, you could be attracted to somebody, not just because of their money or how they look, but because they're charming. And I call it like the Ritzy because he was rich and taught me how to make it. But so it's like all these stories. And then it, t- it says how I met this dude and how I, you know, how I interacted with him. And, you know, it's it's very interesting. I think the book interesting. You ain't really, it ain't no meal caught my eye yet. Like, okay, yeah. what else you want to know about? I have a potato salad. It's called the trusted potato salad. You got nothing with no meat. Yeah, I got meat in there. I got some meat in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to a female cat. <laughs> I got something with some meat in there. Yeah, like, yeah. Cat, you too old for that immature ass shit. Talking about, oh. I'm talking to a female. He tell me so, to say, oh. But let me tell you, let me tell you why it's not like a lot of meat recipes in there. Because the recipes in there really honestly remind me of something sexual that I did oh. or I experienced. Okay. And so it's like, I am like, oh, well, steak. And so, you know, I remember when this nigga was like, bust me out. No, I'm like, I'm not. But well, now you want to lean sorry, up and you start that. doing that shit. You a freak ass. I gotta break my back and break my ass. Now you The fuck some French fries, right? The fuck some French fries. So yeah, it is some recipes in there that you know, right. you know. Oh, you just have to, you gotta get the flow of the book. Man, let's do us a cookbook and we can do shit. <laughs> And the recipes are tried and true, and they're really good. These broke-ass burgers. <laughs> no, we gonna have, they not broke-back burgers. No, we're going to have all the recipes and shit we used to eat on the come-up. Y'all ain't ready for this. Let's do it. Let's hamburger do help a stroganoff. Hamburger help a stroganoff. Yeah, that's where you eat half of it, and then you put it in the refrigerator, and then you eat the other half. There it is. There it is. Like a it. day later. A, a day, just a day. Just okay. a day. You got to stretch. Like marinade. Yeah, that's the hamburger. <laughs> but yeah, so I have to bring you copies of the book back. We got to get the book. Write that yeah. down, man. Sex. I don't really never ask you to do shit. It's but like you recipes, remember. but with sex. Sex appeas. Sex appeas. S E X. If you Google it, the book cover will come up. And then okay. you'll let, me put, let me buy it while you're here so you don't think I'm lying. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back some copies. It's good. Like, that's just how Lo said he liked to support. Well, I appreciate it. That's how I am. I try to support these. Me too. Yeah. It look- <laughs> You can't say that. Bring it up. <laughs> Don't bring it up. Don't bring it back Six, up. Six, a piece, a p p e a s e. Let me do it. Yeah. Cat already in the You heard it. Let's see. There it is. Oh, it's right there. And you five out of five. Let me see. Five out of five. Oh. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that's great. Let me see. Is this, I think, is that it? I don't know. That's probably it. But I'll bring back. I'll bring back. I don't see it on. 
She said it's on Amazon. I could type it in on Amazon. Oh, there you go. Go to Amazon, Rosa. I'm on it. Yeah, type it in. With the strawberry. The paperback. Oh, <clears throat> shit. That, that's really you, Chris? That's <laughs> the only ass I had clearance to rights to. You couldn't use nobody else's. <laughs> yeah, I can't that. use nobody else's. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not trying to get sued. It's just a blessing to be, you know, still. Boy, who would buy a cookbook with an ass on it? Oh, shit, we is. <laughs> man, if I walked in here and you wasn't here, and I was like, man, you gotta get this cookbook, and you saw it was ass on it, you'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah, no, but it has a strawberry. But you gotta, if you free. tell me who ass it was. <laughs> Bro, you gotta buy the cookbook with the ass on it. Then you gotta act like you don't know you got it. Like Your it's a regular regular cookbook. Senior, hey, it's, baby, maybe some pancake. Get the cookbook out the door. Carlos phone is bringing up wet ones and uh, oh, yeah. bringing up everything. It's some freaking, it freaking, it's some, it's some freaking motherfuckers around right here. <laughs> how, how my shit different? <laughs> All right, man. Are you on Google? Did it come up that time? Let me see. Okay, yeah, this is it right here. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm buying it now. Oh, thank you. I'd have brought it to you. I'd have brought it to coffee. <laughs> it's on the table, but I still bring coffee. I bring coffee for you guys. <laughs> Look, the good ladies are like, I don't want that. Nah, oh man, you support this black woman good, and buy a cookbook with an ass on it. 85 South Show. Carlos Miller, Chris Dow. Hey. Yep, we out. It was nice meeting you. Man, it was great meeting you. Sorry for the uh, circumstance we met on. That's all good. It's all good. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.